Hello, and welcome to the Betcha Sub Podcast. I am Brian Russell Smith. I'm Irene Fagan Merrill. And for those of you who are just tuning in to the Betcha Sub Podcast, it is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. And today we have the absolute pledge of talking about the State of the Union, our friend Rudy Giuliani, and some updates on Russia and collusion. It never ends. Let's do it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Okay, so... Before we, oh, Irene's here. It's me. We have a special guest guest co-host. Very special. Yeah, um, Elise is away, um, Sammy's away, and Irene is here. I'm so the, the third option. Yeah. <laughs> She's writing the newsletter as well while Elise is on her trip to Cuba, which is very exciting. I can't wait to hear all about it. But um, so that's the first housekeeping. Uh, and number two is we are currently still doing our build the moat campaign if you don't know go check it out it's betches.co slash moat basically why build a wall when you could build a moat Mm. but that's not what we're not we're not actually advocating for that it's just a funny satire joke go read about it go read about it all the money goes to races which helps you know uh migrants and refugees um so yeah let's get to the main news let's Um, do it so, Irene, what's getting you through the week in Trump's America? Um, this is an easy one for me. Uh, this is the Cardi B Instagram video yes. that she graced us with last night. Have yes. you watched? I have watched, but for those who haven't, we're going to play a quick clip of it. Hey, y'all. I just want to remind y'all because it's been a little bit over three weeks. Okay? It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work Without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch, for health care. So your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job. But this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. All for a fucking wall. And we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do. But, bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. Wow. <laughs> um, she's perfect. Yeah. She is woke. She's, a, she's, she's, she's on the right side of history, I yeah, think. Yeah. And I love her passion. I wish I could be that passionate about anything yeah. in life. <laughs> she's... um. Always like it's really cool. I think especially with her because I think pop stars because she's basically a pop star, mm-hmm. right? She's like she a has, rapper, but she's a pop star. Yeah, pop star fame. Yeah, and most people are like usually trying to toe the lines, but she's like, that's not Cardi. That's not Cardi. She's like, get fucking woke, bitch. <laughs> I also love anytime she says the word pussy. Yeah, it really just brings joy to my day. I mean, it makes. I think it also like she's reaching a demographic that you know, like the the politician that like. The politicians don't necessarily preach. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And she also brought up points I didn't even think about, like the Obama thing. Like, I haven't known how to refute that argument. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, he was making it so I could go get my pussy checked at the gynecologist. <laughs> That's an excellent point. It's like, yes, he was. <laughs> Thank you, Obama. And Trump, it's day 27 of the shutdown. No end in sight to this day. And uh, 
So like it's it's good that more people are becoming aware. She has a huge fucking platform. She has like mm-hmm. what like thirty. She has thirty nine point seven million followers. The video that she posted has ten point three million views. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I I dig it, Cardi. Um, there's not much other updates about the shutdown other than that it's still shut down. But Trump has signed a bill guaranteeing furloughed employees will receive back pay. So that was like. You know where it's in a bad spot because like when I read that headline and then I read the article, I had to read it like three times to make sure I was reading it right Uh because it was like they did something good. (laughs) But like this is something they always do. Yeah. It's like we're not gonna be like, oh, you you know what I mean? Like they they would look really fucking shitty if they didn't do that, you know? Yeah. They kind of had to make a move. Every one of them. Yeah. So. All right, Brian, what's getting you through the week? Um, So the State of the Union address is supposed to be coming, um, but Nancy... Pelosi, a.k.a. Speaker of the House, a.k.a. Bad Bitch Pelosi, (laughs) um, has basically uninvited Trump from delivering the State of the Union. Yeah, Nance has really come to slay in 2019, and I'm loving it. She really is. She knows how to, you know, basically raise a, a finger to Trump without actually raising a finger to Trump. She cited security concerns in her letter. She wants to push the State of the Union to a later date, say this, and she says this date isn't actually sacred, aka there's no real reason to have it at this time. And it's she's citing security concerns because the Secret Service hasn't been getting paid. Um, she also said that maybe Trump could just like write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think we should like in like have that just be always the case. Like yeah. to have something that we never have to hear him speak publicly again. You like, should just, just write like, a letter or like tweet. Like that's what you're good at. <laughs> I mean, that's debatable. But and then so she was asked if denying Trump a platform, if when asked if Pelosi was den- denying Trump a platform by suggesting a delay in date. She said, no, I am not denying him a platform at all by saying, let's get a date when the government is open. He thinks it's okay to not pay people who do work. I don't. See, that's where she's really shining, like the mm-hmm. shade and like the said that like she's not like blatantly giving the finger. She's being very passive aggressive about yeah. it. And it's wonderful. Yeah. Because like, and the other thing is, it's like the polls show that people are, Amer- most Americans, including Republicans, don't want the government shut down over a, a wall. Mm-hmm. So even if they want a wall, they don't think it warrants shutting down the government. And the, ha- the Speaker of the House basically has to invite the president in order for him to deliver it in the House. Like, he could go to the Senate and deliver it, but it's not the same as delivering it mm-hmm. to 100, like, yes men, or not necessarily they're all yes men, but 100 people versus 525. Right. Is that how many people know? Yeah, deaf. Okay, I think. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to check. <laughs> yeah, we'll fact check that later, but I think it's pretty true. Um, so that's pretty pretty cool. I mean, they're just like... I think what Trump is facing with Nancy Pelosi is that he he's so used to everyone like sucking his dick and saying mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. and Especially she's, if she's a woman, too. So he's like, yeah. what is this woman denying me what I want? Yeah. Oh, that was a figurative suck his dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the asterisk on that. <laughs> Um, but should we should we get to the the main? Yeah, let's main get to stuff? the meat of it. So, um, America's favorite lawyer. <laughs> no, that was a joke um, because he's not. He used to be America's favorite mayor, but he's no longer that either. Um, Rudy Giuliani made the um, television waves again. Mm. He basically went on CNN with is Andrew Cuomo. Who's the CNN guy? Chris Cuomo. Chris. Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York. Chris Cuomo is his son, <laughs> and he's anchor on CNN. He went on Chris Cuomo on CNN and basically said, 
I never said there was no collusion between the campaign <laughs> or between people in the campaign. But the pres- if the collusion happened, it happened a long time ago. But I, I said maybe the camp... I never said... I said not the president. I just fucked that all up. But I mean, that, it sounded get- as confusing as that it's, when he said it. And so that's not true. He said... The, he's, he has said that no one in the administration has colluded with the Russians. How is this man a lawyer? Like, I've watched enough SVU. Like, I will say, like, I try not to get through a day without watching SVU. Yeah. And, like, number one is, like, don't change your story. Like, once the story is changed, yeah. it's, like, you're well, clearly lying. Exactly, because at first it was no collusion. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, well, if there was, even if there was inclusion, but if there was, it wasn't a crime. And now it's, <laughs> like, if there was, if conspiracy is a crime, collusion is not. But it's, it's basically metaphors mm-hmm. and uh, similes or that, what is that? And synonyms, synonyms, words, words. Um, and it, it, it just doesn't look well. I just don't understand why the, the president's personal lawyer is going on t- television at all. Or, and like he's proven time and time again that he's not good at it. Like, I feel like he just like keeps taking forget me nots and forgetting that like uh-huh. literally every time he goes on TV, he incriminates like himself and Trump and the administration. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It, like, I love the arrested development reference just there. Oh, thank you. But, um, I think it's just like why isn't like I don't know I don't even remember like someone in the in the administration why aren't they like tell Rudy to get off fucking television <laughs> or like tell Trump to fire Rudy like yeah like because Trump like even said it like in December that there was no collusion between the campaign but it also just makes me wonder what is about to happen because I feel like there's these two there's like there's these precursors to. Like, if news is about to break regarding Russia or the Mueller investigation, it's either, like, Trump will go on a tweet storm and talk about, mm-hmm. like, crazy shit, or uh, Rudy Giuliani will go on television. Yeah, tell, like, the pre-lie to back yeah. up Trump's lie. Exactly. To be like, see, we said that, like... It's just, it, all in all, it, it, because it's already been a crazy week for news, and mm-hmm. it's getting... I'm exhausted. Like, I, we, we're, Irene and I were talking before, I was like, I... Know that there was a bombshell New York Times <laughs> article. <sorry. laughs> like, what was but it again? I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> and it was the um, the FBI was investigating Donald Trump after he fired James Comey, if you mm-hmm. remember that. And then there was also the bombshell article by the Washington Post on Sunday about him taking notes from his private meetings with Putin from his interpreter and telling his interpreter not to talk about it. So basically the only people who know what they talked about were the Russians because Russian intelligence knows what they talked mm-hmm. about. They probably were recording Which is it. absurd. Yeah. Like that, yeah. And that came out, did you, it came out on Saturday or Sunday? So that came out on Sunday. Yeah, I, I was violently hungover. Yeah. And it was like, I know I need to read this, but it hurts so bad. I know. <laughs> it, we, Sammy and I we were trying to talk about, um, we talked about it on the Monday's podcast and we were just like, how do we, and then since then, even more news about these meetings and shit and Russia and Trump have been coming out. So there's so much. There's so much. Well, let's dive in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to start? Um, yes, I would love to. Yeah. So, for, well, first we can talk about the whole like the president um, calling into the New York Times after his meeting with Hamburg. Yes. And basically, he called, and so that meeting we were just talking about after the G20 summit when he met with uh, Putin, and basically no one knows what they said. He the next day. He called a Times reporter and our, or no, maybe it was the same day. It was the d- day or no, it was the next day. Close thereafter. Yeah. He called a New York Times reporter um, and argued that the Russians were falsely accused of election interference, which is 
hilarious. Trump loves to say people were falsely accused of things. Yeah. And so on the morning of July, so let's just do a whole timeline. Yeah, please. (laughs) On the morning of July 7th, 2017, the New York Times reached out to the White House because it was about to publish the story that we all remember that Donald Trump Jr. met with Russians at Trump Tower with Paul Manafort and Jared Kushner. And so they, they contacted the White House to get a comment. That same afternoon, Trump met with Putin for the first time alongside then-Secretary of State Rex Tillerson and the Russian Foreign Affairs Minister Sergei Lavrov. And it was then after this meeting that the reports... It was after this meeting, the Post reported on Sunday that Trump took his interpreter's notes and told her not to discuss the meeting with our senior administration officials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, during dinner that night, Trump had a second meeting with Putin. Oh, my God. And only Putin's interpreter, interp- interpreter, interpreter was present. And then this meeting, no one knew about. Like, it, we didn't... The, the White House... Trump's officials didn't even know about it. The White House didn't say that this meeting was happening. It was mm-hmm. not made public until later... When other members of the G20, like from other countries, started reporting about how Trump and Putin had this closed door mm-hmm. private meeting. And then the White House confirmed it. They didn't confirm it until July 18th. The meeting happened on July 7th, basically after they were caught. Mm-hmm. And then the next day on July 8th, while flying home to Washington from the G20, that is when Trump made the statement to the New York Times about the Trump Tower meeting saying that the with Natalia Veselnitskaya <laughs> saying that the, the the woman who has a Russian lawyer with deep connections to the Kremlin, mm-hmm. she's that's when Trump dictated the meeting was that saying that the meeting was about Russian adoption. So basically, after he found out that the New York Times is about to publish the story, mm-hmm. he met with tr- with Putin basically to be like, bro, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Like, what should I do? It's basically like showing... And then called them. And then, and then called them. And said what Putin said to say. Yeah. And so, like, adoption is, like, basically code word for sanctions. But there's also this, you know... During the Trump Tower meeting afterwards, Trump says he had no knowledge of it, which is fucking bullshit. Because Trump Jr. tells his father everything. He wants he wants his dad to love him because mm-hmm. his, he knows his dad's incapable of loving anything. So. Tell it's all this time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so there's that, there's that private number that, tr- that Don Jr. called, and we don't know who it is. And we know that Trump uses a private number, and if we're able to subpoena the phone companies, we can get... We, yeah, we know who's. I mean, all the pieces are there. Like, yeah. I'll bring up SVU again, yeah. and I'll probably do it again. Like, if I was watching an SVU episode, I'd be uh-huh. like, I know the end. I've, yeah, I have discovered what's going on here. Like, yeah. this is the point where it's like, oh, it's all coming together. Yeah, collusion. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like the other thing. And well, sorry, I'm going to continue. And then Please. we find out days later that it wasn't about Russian adoptions because Don Jr., the brilliant, bright-minded person he is released the emails where he said, where they said, we have dirt on Hillary Clinton. And he said, if that's true, I love it. He's like, tight, when can we meet? Yeah. And so it's like, why did you just lie about it and then have your dad lie about it? And then, (laughs) and then Trump said, yeah. And then Trump also beginning said that he didn't write the statement Mm -hmm. and he did fucking write it. Like, these people are so dumb. It's all so transparent, which is like, how are we, we were talking about this, or like, how are we all just sitting around while all of this information is out? Uh-huh. Like, it's so clear that like, they're lying and like, yeah. all of this shit is like on display. It's, it's like, it's, we're right to the point where it's like, it's so like crazy 
and hard to wrap your mind around. It's like a bad spy novel. It's, <laughs> it's like, like somebody s- do something. It's like if so, like I, I I was listening to some pundit or whatever on some news shows talking about like if someone was writing a book about this, you'd put it down and be like, this is fucking ridiculous. This is convoluted. Yeah, like. <laughs> Because it's like the dialogue is bad, and also it's like they're so obvious. Like obviously they did it. This is not. (laughs) This isn't a mystery. It's just so hard to wrap your wrap your mind brain about it. It's a lot. So there's all that. Also, we have more Russia stuff. Russia's popping off this week. Yeah. So um, there's also this whole thing about Russian sanctions being lifted. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, some Republicans actually sided with Democrats on this. They went across party lines to vote against lifting these these sanctions on a Russian oligarch. Mm -hmm. And the twist here is that Russian oligarch is the same dude who... um, Paul Manafort owed, like, what, $10 billion to? Yeah, Yeah, million, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, again, very transparently shady. Yeah, it's weird because Paul Manafort, when he signed on to be the campaign chairman um, during the campaign, (laughs) uh, (laughs) he did it for free. Interesting. And it's like, why would this guy who's indebted to this person do it for free? But in response to, you know, Russia's um, invasion and annexation of Crimea, the Mm -hmm. Russian... And like their stuff going on in Syria and also them meddling in the Russian, I mean, them meddling in the 2016 presidential election, they issued these sanctions mm-hmm. against this man. And Treasury, Treasury Secretary uh, Mnuchin has been trying to lift these sanctions despite this guy being so tied to the Russia investigation and is a Russian oligarch and has ties to the Kremlin. It's just so fucking weird. It's like, why else would he be rushed, like taking these sanctions away? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, why, why do we not? It, it just shows that like even like these Senate, some of these Republican senators are in the pocket, too. It's like, mm-hmm. what does what does Putin have on Lindsey Graham? And Mitch McConnell? <laughs> I'd love to know. I would love to know because it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> it's so weird. Honestly, I wanted to get to the point. How fun would it be if like they did betray Putin and then he does release all the shit he has on them? Yeah. Like, a field day we would have <sighs> the P tape. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want the P tape. I want it. And not just 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 to laugh at it. <laughs> and it it's just it doesn't make any sense. We're mm-hmm. in the middle of this crazy week of news and I just don't understand the reasoning behind it. Mm. Well, and also, the New York Times came out with another article this week saying that Trump has repeatedly wanted to pull out of NATO, which is, you know... Putin's dream. Yeah, Putin's dream. It's the North Atlantic Tre- Treaty Organization. Basically, NATO was established after World War II, and that is the reason why we haven't had a World War Three. <laughs> exactly. And it's like all these alliances between European nations that's like keeping the world mm-hmm. afoot. <laughs> yeah. And Putin's number one goal is to end NATO. Yeah. And so take over the world, take over the world. And I think it's that terrifying. it is terrifying. And this came out after the bombshell report on the two articles, you know, this past weekend. And it basically people are saying like, well, now that I think people are getting nervous who are inside the administration that like shit is actually getting really real, you know? Mm-hmm. I think people are also starting to realize like how scary and real like collusion with Russia means like giving Russia our power and like handing it over like that is like we're saying mm-hmm. like that's if they can have the power to like change the way of the world well it's 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 like modern warfare yeah it's like you know like aren't like wars aren't going to be fought on fields with tanks and guns anymore oh it's, it's cyber time baby. it's cyber <laughs> it's like you know we know that 
the uh, oh there's some weird construction happening right now. <laughs> um buzzing like it's we know that like you know certain governments can get into you know like electric electrical grids mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that is the way the wars are going to be fought from now on mm-hmm. and i think it's and then we have these old fucking politicians who don't understand how computers work mm-hmm interrogating mike mark zuckerberg like what's a book face yeah it's like <laughs> so it's like maybe we need more <laughs> oh uh, ocasio cortez's in congress just, oh, to show, just to show people how a phone works yeah just to like show them how to open their browser i did see that today she is leading a seminar on how to use twitter <laughs> honestly useful useful i think that we should consult people on their social media campaigns because like we get it we know what to do we're ready for hire i'm ready for hire yeah but hire uh, hire the best sub team for some consultant work <laughs> um so there is all of that uh it's so ongoing you know it's gonna go on forever until basically he's out of office mm-hmm do we want to make a gorgeous segue into ISIS? Yeah, let's move <laughs> on to one more thing because it's relative. Remember when, um, like I guess like thirty days ago, like in December, Trump said uh, ISIS was defeated and we're pulling out of Syria. Yeah, that was great, and we all believed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, so there was a uh, suicide bombing in Syria, which has left at least four Americans dead, and um, it has been assessed officially that like it was carried out by ISIS. Yeah. And w- after like headlines about that came out, literally the same day, Mike Pence publicly stated that ISIS has been defeated. He like in the same breath, he talked about how these Americans have died by the hands of ISIS, and then said ISIS was defeated. Mike Pence needs to stay napping. That's yeah. where he's doing his best work. I mean, it's creating memes. It's just like no one, no one cares what the vice president does. Like, why say anything? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and, and why say that? <laughs> like, you sound, you sound so stupid. You're doing a bad job. Yeah, like a really bad job. And also, the Pences are just doing a bad job in general. Like, what, it, what, what it is? What's his wife oh, doing? Oh God, Karen Pence is. Um, she is becoming an art teacher at like a Catholic school where like mm. gay children are not allowed and, and student or gay, gay children and teachers, gay people, gay people in are general, not welcome on the premises. And like, they like use a Bible verse in their like whatever school handbook to justify that claim. Great. Like you can't like, it's like you can't even promote LGBT things, but also it's like, who makes art good art that isn't like, Gay. gay exactly <laughs> no as someone i went to uh catholic school for like 13 years and i will say like our class was nothing but just like like one time our art assignment was literally to take tinfoil and put it on these like this little thing of praying hands so <laughs> then we just made like tinfoil praying hands oh wow so it's it's a monstrous act yeah <laughs> like I, yeah who cares like what these people are, are i don't know they they suck that's basically it. Not a pen stand. Not a pen stand, you know. But what is cool is that if some, by some grace of God, you know, Trump is taken out of office and Mike Pence goes down with him, we have President Pelosi. Because mm-hmm. she's third in line now that she's Speaker of the House. Oh, wouldn't exciting. that be amazing? That would be amazing. You know, I wasn't, I was like kind of like on the fence about Nancy, but mm-hmm. she's really winning me over these yeah. past, this past few months. I know. It's funny. We like, there was like this whole conversation about whether or not she'd even be speaker. Mm-hmm. She's really stepped up to the plate. Yeah. Because, you know, when um, Obama really lost the midterms during his presidential uh, uh, terms and the tea party, that's when like when the tea party rose, the Republicans thought that they would like band together, but like really the Tea Party splintered the Republican Party. That's why we have like Ted Cruz's and 
Rand Paul's and Donald Trump's even Mm -hmm. Sarah Palin. And, um, well, I guess Sarah Palin was a catalyst that created the tea party, but I think the Republicans were really hoping for this new wave of like progressive liberal Democrats, like Cortez, Mm -hmm. um, to splinter the Democratic Party and not go side with Pelosi, and that didn't happen. Yeah, I thought it was really smart of Cortez to back mm-hmm. Pelosi too, mm-hmm. kind of keep that unity. She can't yeah. do anything wrong. I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> she is such like, and like I, I think about like how her life has changed so much. Oh my God! Yeah, it's, she has like millions of followers. Like she walks through like the Capitol, and there's like flurry of cameras taking her picture she's so young she can't even legally run for president no because she's so young yeah it's pretty it's pretty cuckoo incredible bird. yeah i really hope that she's sticks with it because i'm really i see for her. big things in her future i do too that like we like we get, our, our our saying that she's gonna do well <laughs> means so much so it's uh it's a fact, it's a fact. <laughs> um so we have one more one more thing um Kirsten Gillibrand uh, just announced that she's running for president. Yeah, 2020. 2020. How do we feel? I mean, I'm happy to have qualified candidates. Yeah, I feel like I'm not like, you know. I don't stand Freaking her. out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a hardcore stand, but I am listening. Yeah. And like, she was saying that she's running on like healthcare, like mm-hmm. better healthcare and education. And I'm mm-hmm. like, those are good things. Yeah. I like those things. Yeah. The only thing about her that kind of makes me nervous is that She's kind of like a fair weather politician, which I guess all basically mm-hmm, are. Mm-hmm. But like she started out as a congresswoman in upstate New York and she was like pretty conservative mm-hmm. for in terms of being uh, a Democrat. Like she had right. an A rating from the NRA. She wasn't like fully behind gay people. Yeah. They never are. They never in the are. Beginning. No. I mean, I guess you can say that about yeah. all of them. I guess. Yeah. She's what you were saying, kind of going with the trend. But like as long yeah. as she stays Mm-hmm. with her policies in line with the, what she's yeah i'm curious to hear about. what she has to say so i guess that that leaves us with like I, I i know that more people have announced but the people that i feel like we can take seriously are like Julian castro i really like him yeah i like him mm-hmm. elizabeth warren mm-hmm. um and now kirsten gillibrand yeah right there was another like congresswoman but like no one like really takes it seriously yeah there's like maybe a couple others that have said things but not yeah. haven't made big headlines and I think we're gonna. I think we're about to hear Kamala Harris announce on Monday. I imagine so. Yeah, yeah. which Gear I'm up. really stoked about. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I. I'm more. Ex- I would be very I, like excited if when she announces. Yeah, she's like she's. I I really like Elizabeth Warren, but she's kind of mm-hmm. more like. I feel like coming in ready to go. If that yeah. makes sense, like I feel like she's like fierce and ready to fight. Yeah, I just I I just really think it'd be a great exchange to see Kamala Harris debating trump mm-hmm. on stage and to have a woman of color yeah and because like you see her you see her in during these like oh bill Barr confirmation hearings this week oh my god <laughs> they've really gotten that. buried in. yeah like i've like barely read about them. um so yeah we, we're about to have a new attorney general william barr um he's gonna get confirmed yeah most likely yeah his so. hearings have been happening he's like promised that he's not gonna interfere with the Mueller investigation mm-hmm. which like we hope is true i don't know yeah. what to believe anymore but he also says like he doesn't necessarily like if if uh doj officials recommended he recruits himself he wouldn't necessarily would he also basically wouldn't commit to saying he's going to make Mueller's findings public but i think it's good to know that he is not going to um basically get in and fire Mueller. Yeah. And he also said he's not going to persecute people and companies selling marijuana in states where it's legalized, which, which is, is great. We love that because, uh, our governor, Andrew Cuomo said he's 
working to make it yes, legal. Yes, Cynthia got him on the on yeah. the weed train and the MTA train. Oh, she got him on every train. Yeah, everyone was like, she blessed. Yeah, she yeah like her running in that primary was probably one of the best things that could yeah happened. pushed him so far to the left. Yeah, it's amazing because mm-hmm. he's. I don't think he's gonna be able to. He there were talks of him running for president. Ugh, I'm, yeah, no, no boo. You. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we talk about this on the sub sometimes with uh, Elise and I or whoever. We were like, we're going to vote for who, like, I'll vote for a potato if it's a Democratic <laughs> name. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> but, like, I just don't want it to be him. Yeah, he's, I don't like him. Yeah. So, yeah. No me gusta. No. Um, I think that's it. That's all the news that's fit to print. So, yeah, another just quick note. Um, on Monday, we'll be having a special episode with members from Voices 4 to discuss about the most recent purge of lgbt uh people in chechnya um basically two people have been killed at least 40 if tortured that's just what we know about um so keep an eye out for that on monday um on sunday voices for will be holding a vigil outside the russian consulate in new york and they will have speakers who have been affected by russia's anti-lgbtq policies and then there will be a vigil the same day in amsterdam held by recently escaped queer Chechens. So keep an eye out for that. Right? Love it. Okay. So until the end of democracy, I'm Brian Russell Smith. I'm Irene Vegan Merrill. And this has been the Betches Sup Podcast. Woo! Betches.